Good morning, me amigos. Welcome to another episode of 5 Minutes with Jim. On today's program, I'll be sharing stories of automotive oddities, strange accessories, and some very unusual ideas that actually made it to the assembly line. First, I'd like to say thank you to the boys of the road crew for our great theme song, as well as their road trip inspiring tunes. Take a listen at roadcrew66.com. Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. What cup holders are in cars today, ashtrays were in cars manufactured before 1980. Ashtrays went by many names, depending on the market being targeted. Ash receiver, cigar, ash receptacle. You get the idea. Likewise with cigarette lighters. Smoking was simply an accepted part of society, and so the savvy automobile manufacturer would devise innovative ways to meet customers' needs so that they would win some promotional points. None, however, were as creative as the DeSoto division of Chrysler for the 1942 model year. Imagine this. As part of DeSoto's Fifth Avenue Ensemble package, an oblong cigarette dispenser was added to the steering wheel. It held a reserve of 14 cigarettes, which popped vertically out of the top right of the center hub of the steering wheel with a tug of a little knob. Here's the best part. The cigarette popped up lit and ready to smoke. Consider this. In the late teens, McFarlane of Connersville, Indiana, was manufacturing a massive luxury car with a highly advanced twin-valve 6 with triple ignition engine. However, as with many cars of the era, the car had mechanical brakes on the rear wheels only. But you could order this car with a heated steering wheel, even though it was an open touring car without side windows. Well, at least when you crashed and burned, your hands would be warm. As automobiles gained in popularity during the first decades of the 20th century, a plethora of companies began supplying an array of gadgets and aftermarket accessories that allowed the owner to customize their vehicles. In 1960, J.C. Whitney, a pioneer in the catalog sale of aftermarket accessories, offered a music box that played a song melody when the door was opened. It was available in four different versions, including Ave Maria, Let Me Call You Sweetheart, The Anniversary Waltz, and I Love You Truly. In the late 1950s, Chrysler offered as an option the Highway Hi-Fi, an underdash phonograph player, that played music through the radio speakers. Even though it required special records, the unit worked quite well. Still, it never caught on. This didn't prevent J.C. Whitney from offering a version in 1960 that played popular 45s. Advertisement proclaimed the unit performs smoothly even over rough roads, rough curves, and even during fast starting and stopping. Then there were the manifestations of Milton Reeves' fertile imagination. He actually believed that a car with eight wheels would ride smoother and that tires would last longer. The result was the ungainly and freakish Octo Auto. When sales failed to materialize for obvious reasons, he returned to the workshop and the six-wheeled Sexto Auto was the result. 
Here's an interesting aftermarket gadget that was sold in the first decades of the 20th century. A charcoal burner heater that sat on the floor in front of the back seat. What could possibly go wrong, especially in a car with wood framing, carpeted wooden floor, and acetylene tanks on the side to operate the gas headlights? I think we have time for a few more. How about a compressed air starter? This was a device that included a tank to hold pressurized air and a compressor that operated off the generator. This eliminated the need for crank starting, at least as long as you had air in the tank. Then there was the Airmore exhaust horn, sold with an advertisement that proclaimed, warn the pedestrian but don't terrify him. The exhaust horn provides a danger signal without robbing the pedestrian of presence of mind. See, I promised some thought-provoking surprises and a bit of automotive trivia. So, who is going to be looking for old accessories to add to their classic cruiser? If you come up with something particularly interesting, please let me know. Okay folks, time's up. I have to bid adios for this week. First, I'd like to thank the fine folks in Cuba, Missouri's Mural City, for being this week's sponsor. This charming little Ozark Mountain Village is more than a stop on Route 66. It is a destination. Thank you for joining us this morning. Until we meet again, mi amigos, adios. See you next week for another episode of 5 Minutes with Jim. Come along for the ride Jim Hinckley's America Jim Hinckley's America